We are just in tune. Oh my god. Welcome back to Hi. Hi guys. Busy bees. You. I know. Before we get into it, yeah. I want to just say, okay. This is to the people. Okay. We have nothing to get into. That's here's the thing. First of all, I'm Hannah. Hi, I'm Aaliyah. That's Aaliyah. Nice to meet okay, you guys. we need to introduce pleasure. ourselves more. It's a pleasure. Um, we just Always. recorded the last episode that you heard. Yes. And last we weeks. have nothing left to say, but we said, you know what? That's sometimes our best work. And we've hit record with not a thought behind our eyes. Yeah. Not there's not a there's not a thought in my brain. I do want to say, okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like I thrive when we have nothing to say. Me too. Those are our best episodes. And I do want to say, I feel like I could be do, okay. Have you ever wanted to be like viral? Like oh, famous, you know? yeah. I Without like, all the crap that comes with I it. I feel like if I was a man. If I were a boy. Aren't, like, for some reason men are, f- they're not funnier, but they are. Yeah. Is that, I feel like it's I the delivery. I don't know. It's, it's just like. No, as a woman, I can agree. It's more likely for a man to go viral for saying something stupid than a woman. It's not, and it's not. Maybe it's because we aren't stupid. It's not what is it's said. It's natural. <laughs> it's the delivery, I think. It is the delivery. But I was just thinking today. Of like, you know, sometimes I go through my life and I'm like, oh my word, if I did that, that'd be so funny and everyone would laugh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we were driving <laughs> and there was just a butt ton of crows. And you know, a okay. butt ton of crows is a murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, how funny would it be if I like did a video being like, guys, there's been, <laughs> guys, there's been a murder. <laughs> or look, a murder. Or you're Why like calling the, the police thoughts? and it's like, there's been a murder. <laughs> You know? Wouldn't they're gone now, but there was a that. murder. Someone's going to fucking take that from me. You I wait know. and see. There's going to be a viral TikTok after I used we upload to have, this. I used to, back when I was, like, so determined to make my personality be the funny one, like, I wasn't funny. I, w- I would say you, but that's me. Right. And now I, and I accepted, like, mid-teens that's like, I am not funny. All my friends are funnier <laughs> than me. I'm not funny. And I'm then here to be the laugh track. That is with it. this podcast. I think it's because I had to be so managerial for so many years. True. But with this podcast and my job, yeah, I'm starting to think I'm sometimes kind of funny. You are funny, but you're but, not funny if you try to be funny. And that's the thing because way back when I was me, like, me neither. I want to be funny, but now I'm just myself. Yeah, and I've come to terms with myself and who I am, and yeah. I'm willing to let it show. Well, and now I, people tell me that i'm funny i'm like really i, I don't get, think like so. i i like it okay you've when been undeniably I, funny your whole life i am pretty funny yeah i also analyze people so like not to like, don't oh, don't don't freak out guys don't freak out but like i will analyze you yeah i will find out what you think is funny it's mostly i analyze people for what they think is funny really yeah yeah and then i'll like do a little tester jokes here and there like do you like puns you like jazz do you like slapstick humor Ooh, like yeah. what are your vibes yeah. and then i latch onto it and <laughs> then i just continuously i don't let people breathe i make a joke and i make another joke yes and I make another you do joke until they literally can't breathe and then they're like i'm the you know i'm the funniest person in the world yeah i and read I, you i think you I've, are the one making yourself laugh you just don't know it. i think i've learned 
that the delivery can make anything it's funny. Everything. It's not about what it you say. Everything. It's the delivery. It's your face. It's your tone of voice. It's eye contact. No eye contact. It's yep. the timing. Comedic timing. Yeah. It's like I've really it. learned to hone my craft. And another thing I was going to add on to that. I was literally talking about today how I love and am good at profiling people. I don't even have to meet them. And I, you know what? I'm going to say that Mac gave me permission. So at work today, she was talking about the salesman that she'd been talking to. Yeah. And I was like, she had to go back and talk to him again. And I was like, okay, well, what did he have any personal effects? Like on his desk? Like, does he, can you, was he drinking a certain coffee that like you could bring him? She was like, no, no, he didn't. I was like, okay, look in his trash can. Does he have any candy wrappers, chip wrappers? Psycho. I know. What I'm like talking about like find something he likes and then use that to bribe him. And like that's I'm not profiling, but that's <laughs> who does that? That's not profiling. But see, Babe. my no, but wait, because I'm not crazy. Please explain yourself. My, <laughs> I thought I was weird. My love language is gifts. Is stalking not, people not going receiving their garbage? Giving. That's how. So, like, if I want to do something nice for someone, I give them something. If you receive a gift from Hannah, odds are she's been through your garbage. <laughs> I am a good listener. That's all. But, like, I love profiling people, and it comes so naturally. I love giving people gifts, but there's no way in hell I would now stalk them and compile a notebook of their effects in order to give them a coffee that they might enjoy well that was you cannot go you cannot go no you cannot go around in court encouraging people to do that if i could finish a fucking sentence (laughs) wow sorry because i'm just shook that was a scenario where like she's mad at the salesman and she needs to get him on her side but normally in day-to-day life if someone in passing says man i really love like fucking dill pickle chips i'm gonna remember that forever okay and yes. if you're sick or you've been through a hard time you're gonna find dill pickle chips in front of you but now i'm a little afraid of you what you should be here's the thing i know everything about you but you already i i told you everything about me did you or do i, I just know, know it well, now i'm scared <laughs> have i ever done anything unsavory i'm pretty kosher you <laughs> I think I'm a pretty kosher person. You're pretty kosher. I'm pretty, like, I'm, like, risky safely. Yeah. Like, risky with safety. You're a chaotic good. Yeah. Yeah. You're chaotic evil. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Yeah, there's no neutral. We need a chaotic neutral in the group page. Hey, if you're like, oh, yeah. No, she's good. She, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. She's Hannah. Yeah. She's a chaotic neutral. Yeah. Paige is just good. She's just good. Page, hi Page, we miss you, and Hannah, we miss you. Hope you're here. Hope you're here with us. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to attack you like that, but like, if no, you did. No, but like, imagine me being here, like, oh, you want to go through his garbage? Well, this was a different scenario. You weren't there, okay? First of all, you weren't there. It's a different scenario. If I care about someone and they say, "Man, I really like blank." I know. Five years later, I'm gonna know that, and I'm gonna buy it for you. I wouldn't be surprised if you did that, but it's the fact that you're telling other people to do that. She was asking for advice. The table was open for conversation. I added what I had to add. And you know what? Nobody called the cops on me. So <laughs> Also, like, earlier, and I know, like, there's a reason behind it, but Hannah brought up a fire, because we have a fireplace in the background right now on YouTube. And just in her, <laughs> re- in her recently searched, it's just 
moon landing fake. <laughs> and it, it's not weird to see that. Like, that's why, like, you say, you, you say, go through their garbage to figure out what they like. It's not weird for you to say that, but, like... Because look at my YouTube search history. other people to go through people's... Even to look at another person's garbage. I feel like that's a sacred to place. To be fair, the moon that's landing... Like you look in someone's pants. <laughs> Don't look in their garbage. <laughs> the moon landing video oh, Lord. was for G-Crew, shout out, as a reference to an article I brought up that then they said, send me that link. What was that video? And I f- went to find the documentary. The it was for research. It's the fact you know about it anyways. And I found four like-minded people who were willing to talk about it with the me. The only I- other four like-minded people in the world. God, we were just spouting out conspiracies. Damn. Damn, you can't let me breathe. No. Is this the Attack Hannah episode? You know what? Yeah. This is a roast. Go. I don't know. I don't <laughs> want to do that. I see. I don't know the bounds. With other people, I know the bounds. Yeah, because you could hurt everything's me. Muddy. Yeah, everything's muddy. Everything's muddy. It's all, There's it's a, all gray. We're living in a gray area. Yeah, yeah. we do. We reside in a the gray area. The thing is, I can either think of like really nice roasts or like absolutely devastating. I'm going to destroy like, you that you'll never recover. I'll take damage from yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so. Your HP is not high enough to survive. No, I don't have roast. enough hearts. Um, I was going <laughs> to. Also, no, wait, three sizes too small. Um, <laughs> what were you going to say? Uh, no, I was just going to say something my mom said, but it's not important. What, you, what were you going to say? I'm segueing, so you finish. But I'm also segueing. Okay. But I feel like your segue is better. It's okay. the one with the handles. And mine's <laughs> just on the ground. Yours is the hoverboard? Yeah, I'm hoverboarding and you're segueing. I have the segue. So Do go. you remember the man who invented Segway killed himself on a Segway? Did you know that? No. He ran off a cliff on a Segway and that's how he died. I can't think of Segways without thinking about Happy Wheels, the video yes. game. And to- I just think of the man. Oh, and Toby. Yeah. And I can't think of Happy Wheels without thinking of Toby Turner. And then I think of his dog. Yes, Griffin. Yeah. And, and then, how he talked. Intro of darkness and redness and whiteness. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, I could go off on YouTubers, too. Okay, so I was looking <gasps> at our... Yes, continue. We have, like, six conversations <laughs> pinned right now. Again, we have nothing going into this. Yes. I was looking at our analytics today, yes. this afternoon, whatever. It's 6.30 right now. Yeah. Um, a few hours ago. And <laughs> just a few. I was just looking. We've been picking up views lately. Really nice. But remember, it used to be for our uh, regions it was the united states and then ireland yeah germany has taken ireland we've lost ireland it's like ohio took seattle yes germany ohio columbus yeah oh no new jersey new jersey took seattle yes um yeah germany germany is our second most who in germany like i don't know i'm gonna try to log on to in the computer we've so we've talked can get about our the analytics. holocaust i know at length I feel like that's just a sensitive subject <laughs> yet germany is like you know what i'm here for it uh yeah but our analytics have <laughs> been here for we're it. getting older listeners um we're getting more male listeners weird and Germany's not coming that we're, in strong. i wouldn't say we're a women's podcast no. we're just here we're just i'm just i'm merely are. a human let me go into the past. I'm human without a ding-along. Ling-long. What? Without a ding-along? A ding-along. Okay. Or, well, yeah. I mean, um, am I wrong? No, you're not. I'm trying to find our login. I could say I have boobs. Our but. login for Anchor is our still our old podcast name. <laughs> that, that's the email we still have. 
that's, that's the thesis. The, that's the thesis. If with you don't a, know, if you th- weren't here. With a three in the T. If yep. you ever want to email us at Gmail. Send us an email. Yeah, it's... Um, Say that's hi. That's the t- three. That's the T, sis, at gmail.com. It's Reach tough out. three? T- no, I think the three is in the T. That's the T3ASIS. Yes, there we go. At gmail.com. For those of you who are on the ground floor, um, and don't that was our the old password. Podcast. I won't, but ironically, the password is our current Don't podcast. say that! <laughs> well, no, it's, you know, anyway, okay. <laughs> Don't tell it the password. Well, strangely enough, here's our password. Hold on, let me go to... Someone can... Ha- you just gave them all the... Well, uh, let's just give our social security numbers at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've given the One, first two, few. One, two, three. Um, your the first listeners. two. Yeah, Germany... Hesse, Germany, um, makes up for... That's offensive makes up for 88% of our listeners in Germany. Also, uh, so productive. Thuringia and North Rhine-Westphala. <laughs> those are all wrong. Let's look at the United States. Oh my yeah, god. You can pronounce those. Um obviously Maine's leading with 24% and then we still have New Jersey who, with 15%. Please, if you are in New Jersey, New Jersey. let us know who you Clifton, are. New Jersey. If you I live want in, to know who you are. If you live in or near Clifton, New Jersey. 98% of our New Jersey listeners are from Clifton. Like, who are you? Please like stay. Please. I'm so glad you're enjoying, but then we've got Ohio and Virginia tied for third um wilds i know let's look at virginia holy shit washington virginia is our biggest listener and then uh washington yeah and then we got hampton richmond chesapeake suffolk williamsburg henrico ashburn virginia beach and alexandria shout out virginia this is so it could be emma that could be emma that could be um we got massachusetts washington new york texas wisconsin north carolina and then all the others are like 1%, so I'm not going to list them because they're so- District of Columbia. Damn. Okay. Damn. Um Damn. Sorry. That was um, fair that Sorry, I'm clicking things I don't want to be clicking. Okay, so United States, Germany, Russia, United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. Republic Dominican, Cuban Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too. Costa Rica, Belize, Nicaragua, Bermuda, Bahamas, Tobago, Saint Juan, Paraguay, Uruguay, Suriname, the French Guianas, Barbados, and Guam. Guam. There we go. <laughs> we got Guam, guys. Uh, we got Guam. Anyway, Russia. She has all these songs memorized to like learn things. I like do the president's one. It's very, very long. Do you know how many presidents? I can do. Hold on. This is just going to be a singing podcast. Yeah. Um, sing something. Not that I can. I can't sing. You can sing. Okay. The county. Funny story. When we were kids, Hannah could not sing on tune to save her with life. With a gun against my head. But now she can. I can sing now. It's weird. I don't know when that happened. Literally, I, you couldn't do it. I can literally only like belt though. Okay. Well, I don't have a head belt voice. It, babe. I don't have a head voice at all. Um. The 15 counties in our state are Cumberland and Franklin, Piscataquis and Kennebec, Oxford and Androscoggin, Waldo, Washington and York, Lincoln, Oxen, Hancock, Saginaw, Hawk and Somerset, Aroostook and Penobscot. Yeah, That was amazing. That was beautiful. Thank you. I don't even, I know like three. Uh, there's the county. There's the, the county. <laughs> Do you know 
know which county is the county? It's a roost stick. Yeah, we yeah. go. Then what do we live in? Hancock. Okay. And then I know Penobscot. I grew up in uh, the poorest county in the United States, which is really humble beginnings. What Washington County. Washington. Washington. I know there's one called Waldo. I just said that. Yes. And I know that there's... um. I wasn't actually listening when you were singing. I was That's just more, fine. I was more in the groove of it. I'm know? more I embarrassed that I sang at all. Um, I'm proud of you. <clears throat> I liked it. I think that I that also was a know bop. the preamble to song and the presidents. I don't know any important things to song. You don't know the preamble? It's from Schoolhouse Rock. No. It was such a good song. No. We the that, people. That wasn't on my that was not on my VHS. I didn't have the same VHS. Ensure domestic tranquility. I didn't have the same VHS. Provide for the common defense. Promote the general welfare at hand. Mm-hmm. Secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Yep. Do ordain and establish this wow. constitution A run. <laughs> for the United States of America. That was actually really good. Thanks. Wow. I had like the DVD of that I didn't Rock. want to be at, but I'm enjoying. I could do the press. I feel like this is a concert that's in like a conference room. Yeah, definitely. Or like just in a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a New York sidewalk concert. Okay, you this know is what? a subway Fuck concert. Fuck it. I've sung this much and I'm not actually trying to sing because that's embarrassing. It's like when you try to look ugly on purpose so you and don't like, look ugly. Ha, guys. <laughs> yeah, um, that kind of vibes, yeah. I'm getting the <laughs> guys vibes. Which Washington, one? Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Adams, Jackson, Van Buren, Harrison, Tyler, Polk, and Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Granton, Haynes, Garfield, Arthur, Cleveland, Harrison, Cleveland, McKinley, Roosevelt, Taft, Wilson, Harding, Coolidge, and Hoover, Franklin, Roosevelt, Harry, Truman, Dwight D. Eisenhower, John F. Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, and Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, and Bush. And we haven't had enough presidents for another stanza. And Obama. And, uh, and Trump and, and Trump Biden. And, Biden. and there's the presidents in order. And I'm never wow. going to sing again. No, but that was great. Again, I didn't hear you. I was too focused on clapping. Let's talk about mental health. If you haven't gathered from that. Um, <laughs> that I have none. <laughs> I'm mentally ill. I wasn't even singing that. No, I just. Okay, so. Your girl's been having an experience, and it's called mental health issues, which I've touched on before, and I still have them, blah, 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 but they've been really bad this past week. It happens. They've been really bad for this past to few the months. the best of it us. It happens, you know. So, I wasn't able to go into work this week. Now, hearing me now, you might be like, wow, she's fine. I'm not. So, anyways, continuing. So, you know, when you're, like, in a bad situation, like, you want to get help, right you yeah know, you call for that's help that's the goal the end goal and you know when you break a bone or you're bleeding out there's help for you mm-hmm. when you are mentally ill and you call out for help there's no help for you that's just a universal experience i feel like unless you want to go to an inpatient when and then you wish that you didn't go to an inpatient pause we're doing our same old uh, the same old shtick of having a crazy funny podcast and then get serious as a heart attack for the last 15 minutes but you know what let's do it we're doing it play i can make it fun <laughs> maybe not um no i i'm good at making things real serious yeah let's get this let's vibes. tone it down a little let's i just fucking let's, sang let's bring the lights down so let's bring the house let's lights down please and we're gonna get real serious go okay. all right all right i feel like there's like a spotlight on me and i'm like sitting on a stool 
on the stage. Yeah, this yeah. is a stool stage. I, I have a little... I, I can add to this after. You go ahead. Actually. So, <clears throat> it's really hard to get help unless you want to go to an inpatient and then you wish you didn't go to an inpatient because they actually make things much worse. Nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Not to discourage anyone if you feel like that's something you need to do. Right. Do it. It works for some people. Yeah. yeah. Um, in my cr- s- specific situation, would not be helpful for me. So, I had a... I had to find a psychiatrist because I needed to get medication back in November. And I searched high and low. I made phone calls. I did all this work to be told again and again and again, sorry, we're not accepting patients. Mm -hmm. Sorry, we don't take your insurance. Blah, 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 yada, yada. So I finally found someone through, I don't even know what hoops I jumped through to find this person, um, who is based online in like Georgia. That's where she is. She's in Georgia. So I had to do online appointments with her, which is like, you're prescribing medication. You probably don't really know me well enough to be prescribing to me, but I really don't have an option. That was the kind of vibes. So this woman also is an under insurance. So I'm paying out of pocket. The first Mm -hmm. appointment was $200. Damn. And then the residual appointment's $100. Right. That's expensive. That's, yeah, Especially for someone who wasn't working and is not working currently because I'm struggling. Because you're struggling and which is why you need the therapy, which you can't pay for because you can't work because you haven't been to therapy. Yeah. 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 It's a vicious cycle. It's great. Yeah. So I've been on this medication. It's been bad this past week. So, you know, you do what you do. You message or get in contact with your doctor. Now, Mm -hmm. I don't have a primary healthcare doctor because, well, I have been through a lot with doctors and then I finally found a good doctor and then she decided to retire and only work one day a month, but not officially retire. So, like, I didn't know that. So, I think right. that I still have a doctor. No. So, she's seeing 12 yeah, people a year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what the heck? So, that was good to know. And I just didn't look for one because I didn't need one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm young. I'm good. Right. You whatever. don't look until you need it. Yeah. But I did need one this past week because my work wanted a doctor's note, understandably. So, I messaged my psychiatrist and I'm like, look... I am in need of a doctor's note for work. And I also was like, should I go up on my medication I'm taking? Blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, takes over 24 hours to respond to me. You know, Mm -hmm. super timely. Love that. Yeah. And she just says, I would need to have an appointment to to see if you, to give you a doctor's note or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, like, that's a hundred dollars that i'm not ready to spend because i'm not working then she says and any documentation or doctor's note has a hundred dollar fee what bothers me is that if work wants this so bad work should pay for it but like it's policy for for work to ask for a doctor i know it's just but like the fact that this woman is trying to charge me a hundred dollars for a piece of paper she wanted me that to that you might only need for a week. She you might be to, back yeah. at work next week. She wanted me to pay a hundred dollars to see her, and then another hundred dollars for her to tippy tippy tap on her computer. You know, it would write take fifteen note. minutes. Yeah. Why is that? And that's the kind of situation it is for anyone who wants help. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that people who have mental health struggles don't want help. It's you can't fucking find it. You can't. And- a lot of the time you're in such a if you're in a bad enough place that you're going to seek out help you are in too bad of a place to seek out help yes like it's one thing to make a phone call but if you have to fucking fight i'm swearing a lot if you have to fight to get help 
You obviously need the help to the point where you can't fight to get help. And the thing is, like, the amount of times I have called a a mental health professional and tried to have a conversation and they are so rude and dismissive and ununderstanding like it is your whole career to help people who are mentally struggling if you can't fucking do it Mm -hmm. then don't fucking do it we can't forget to mark these last two episodes as explicit by the way (laughs) which i think you have to do before you send it to me okay moving on yeah sorry (laughs) (coughs) but then i like i have a I don't think she'll ever listen to the podcast. I hope not. I have a therapist that I just found. And, like, I emailed oh. her because I'm like, okay, I can't get help from this. I can't get to see my doctor. I called three other places. They're not responding or they can't get me in. Mm-hmm. I don't have any other option. You can't usually go to walk-in and get a doctor's note for something like this. Right. So I messaged her and was like, you're, like, my only option. I'm reaching out. I understand if you can't, but, like can you help me? I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose my job. Like I was vulnerable. really vulnerable and honest. Yeah. And again, over 24 hours later, I get a response that is one sentence that says, because we've only had one session, I can't do that for you. I'm sorry. Period. That's it. There's no hello. There's no goodbye. There's no, I'm sorry. You're having a hard time. There is nothing. And I'm like, why would you ever enter a field where you help? Like, Thank the Lord that I'm not suicidal. Right? Because if I, I was, know. this week would have done me in. Right? Like, it, it, there's nothing more dehumanizing or more devastating than looking for help and getting denied repeatedly and it being minimized. Like, That's I don't have thing. a boo-boo. They like, didn't just, they didn't just, like, diminish your problem, but they, like, talked down to you about it. Yeah. They did, they, it's not your problem, it's you. They're talking to you yeah talking down to you yeah while you're saying i need help it's one thing to say no i can't help you it's another thing to be like you freaking idiot i haven't talked to you enough sorry yeah. good like, luck like it, it makes me think okay so you're automatically gonna assume i'm lying or right I'm not that it how, is not how hard. do you have no bedside manner when you are a mental health professional no, and it's not hard to write a doctor's note it's not hard to write, I could write a nicer email my own doctor's note first of all yeah and it's i think i do have a problem where like not usually in life like i am who i am i can't expect other people to react to the things the way i do or be the person mm-hmm. i am but like i've written nicer emails to parents who are cussing me out because their child's biting someone right like i've been kinder to people who don't deserve it that's than i have that's... had done to me by people i pay i right? pay you that and just in <sighs> life that pisses me off i try so hard to be nice to everyone regardless if they deserve it regardless if they've been nice to me back mm-hmm and that when that comes back in your face and that you see people who are assholes getting no repercussions it feels so it it feels so like well why bother being nice and it's also like especially with people in the medical field it's like you're not told to stand up for yourself you're not told to like well they're a doctor like they're allowed to do to be assholes to dismiss and you. you just have to be okay with it and and me like i get hurt pretty pretty easily and i get pretty easily offended mm-hmm. i'm not usually one to write someone off but in this situation i'm like i don't want to f- i don't want to do that like i right. don't want to see you, you if that you were just vulnerable in a very small finite sense yeah and she dismissed you why would you want to bear your soul to this woman now? and and like, i know that like it's also, I've always wanted to enter, like, <laughs> even though I have my issues, I think it would help with it, but to, oh, 
let me let me say a sentence I used to want to be a counselor when I was a kid and it's something I still want to do I want to get my social working degree and I want to use that in various ways I would never ever do that to someone right ever and it's it's like I said to you when it happened because obviously we've talked about this beforehand but like I get that Everyone's living their own life and has their own shit and everyone ha- everyone has bad mental health days, even mental health professionals. And I I get in a sense as a human that you have bad days and you respond whatever. Mm-hmm. But if that is your job, just wait. Just yeah. don't write the email yeah, until you're in a place then. where you can act like a professional. Yeah. It's just and it's hard cuz like I'm someone who I'm I am understanding of other people like mm-hmm. you're saying, but like I'm also like I would never do that. But if I am far from a perfect person. Right. And I would never in any situation take out my bad day on someone else who's no. clearly in a situation of desperation. And like, like the thing is you wanna you wanna understand as a human, but they have put themselves willingly in a position where it is their job to yeah. be the one in control like, and be the one calm and collected yeah people and th- that's their job people that's their like me who are struggling so much we spend and i know you know from your just pain perspective mm-hmm. and like we spend all the time pretending we're okay and accepting extra crap from everyone because you're kind of predisposed to that when you suffer when you're someone who Mm -hmm. suffers you're predisposed to going above and beyond because you want to make sure you're doing enough even though you feel like you're not yeah then to go to someone who's supposed to be like the person to help you with that and have to do that still to still have to mask to still have to be overly Mm -hmm. understanding when you shouldn't have to do that with the person who's supposed to help you it's like when when if you're like in an abusive household if you as a child had to be the adult with your parents yeah it's the same feeling as when you are acting more professional than your professional healthcare yeah. provider like i shouldn't have to be like oh my mental health care professional is having a bad day right what if that was just i don't if, i shouldn't care if she was just a person you were reaching out to fine yeah have a bad mental health day but you're not a person you are you are the adult essentially in this situation and you're acting very cold and very distant to someone who is actively reaching out to you. Yeah like I am lucky that I have the support system I have and that I'm not someone who struggles with self-harm or or suicidal thoughts or actions. It sounds weird to say that. Um, I'm lucky Right. Because I can't imagine being in that position and reaching out even once to get denied. That's enough for you to no, never, that's, ever that's do the thing. it again. If it happens once, you'll never. When I got my license, first drive through I went through, the lady laughed at me because I was so short I couldn't reach it. I didn't go through a drive through for three years. Yeah. I refused. Yeah. I went inside everywhere because my mental health was so bad and my self-esteem was so small that that was enough to say like you know what i'm not ever gonna fucking try again I'm not gonna put myself in that position if that's ever again even a possibility i'm just not gonna no, do and that's it. why people push through until they literally die mm-hmm. they literally get to the point that they kill themselves because yeah you it's not and people are like oh but they didn't reach out for help or like you need to read the signs or like what no the signs you are will, there and no one's listening. I could look you in the face and be like, I'm going to kill myself. And you're going to be like, Haha, you're fine. It's go drink some water. Li- like I've what? I talk about work a lot, but I spend 40 hours a week there. <laughs> My friend and I were talking about <laughs> re- 
I would never kill myself because I'm such a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'd never kill myself because I think I'm the shit. And, like, the people around us were getting a little uncomfy. But we were saying, like, if we don't joke about it, be concerned. Yeah. If we're healthy enough to make it a joke, we're obviously okay. We're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. It means we've come out of it and it's something that, like, is no longer a threat. If yeah. we stop telling you that we're depressed or I'm going to fucking kill myself as a joke, that's when you're actually struggling. A mentally ill person does not tell you that they're mentally ill. No. Someone who's gotten past it does. And if someone gets to the point of desperation where they do, you need to fucking listen. There's, you need to hear the difference between the, you drop a pen, you're like, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Yeah. And someone saying, I've been really depressed lately. Yeah. Like, there's a huge difference. And I... I can relate somewhat in my, my problem is physical pain and I have always been in physical pain and maybe I'll cry talking about it. Let's find out. But, um, it's, (laughs) we'll see. (laughs) I'm on meds for the pain that make me really hormonal. So we'll see what goes on. But, uh, I've been in pain since I was nine. I've had chronic lasting pain. I've had migraines since I was nine. I had, I spent my entire teen years pretty much on bed rest from knee injuries and then once the knees were healed, I've had back injuries for two years. Um, now, this is, it's mental health you can't see, obviously. Mm-hmm. But with chronic pain, it's not a broken bone that has a cast. I'm not on crutches. There's nothing you can see mm-hmm. unless you're, like, learning to read my eyes, mm-hmm. literally. So, with the context of, like, work, which today I, I almost cried well, I cry at work a lot, but uh, in this <laughs> specific scenario, new. I almost cried because the last like 20 minutes of work, my back was like really hurting me and I didn't even know that I was showing outward signs and I had a coworker who s- noticed and said, your back's been really hurting you the last few minutes and just the fact that someone saw that and I wasn't trying to show anyone was just like validating, mm-hmm. but like when you when you can't see an injury like i'm not disfigured i'm not scarred mm-hmm. you end up getting desperate to be sicker and that sounds yes. mentally ill but especially the last few months my back has been really really constant and unbearable mm-hmm. i i have wished i was hospitalized yep. i have wished i had scoliosis i want to be sicker no healthy person wants to be sicker that, mm-hmm. that you have to be sick to want to be sicker because I want someone to see yeah. and I want someone to help because <coughs> people mm. can help, professionals can help. I'm in therapy, I'm on drugs, all these things. But mm-hmm. like, you don't know. I can't tell you how bad it hurts because I can't show you how bad it hurts. Yep. I would I would kill to have a visible sign of illness. Me too. I would kill to have five pairs of grippy socks in my sock drawer. Yeah. I would kill to have any, because not only do I feel like people don't see or understand i don't see or understand it gives me the ability to minimize my struggle it gives me the ability Mm -hmm. to be like i should be fine yeah i should be okay and like i was having a conversation with my mom i love my mom she is she is helpful nine times out of ten but like today i was telling her on the drive to the doctor's appointment that i have to fight everything i feel like for years i've just been fighting everything Mm -hmm. i fight to get out of bed i fight to brush my teeth it's constant fight and she's like well maybe you should reframe it as like it being a struggle and i was like okay so i struggle as it being a decision like you need to make the decision to do these things and i was like no 
It's a fight. You right. make a decision when you decide what to eat. It's a fight when your brain is telling you to let your teeth rot out of your head because mm-hmm. you're too fucking tired yeah. to brush your teeth because you just want to sleep mm-hmm. and not be awake. I I hit a wall emotionally like, I don't know when this is going up, but, but when I'm recording it as of the 27th of January. <laughs> um, <laughs> start eight. I hit a point <clears throat> like a month or two ago, an emotional wall of just like, I'm so tired pushing through. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of spending every day actively making myself do things. I'm tired of having to survive and overcome and endure my days. And my mm-hmm. days were just get through work, survive through work, and then home until I was in bed was just pain management. Mm-hmm. And I was completely tied to that. I did nothing outside of work because it meant I couldn't manage my pain. And like, it was constant. It was unbearable. I got really desperate for help. I broke down to my PT. I broke down to my doctor. I cried in the doctor's office. And like, but when I'm at work, no one would know because I'm pushing through. And I got to a point where it's like, I want to just be able to listen to my body. My body is screaming at me to stop and to rest. And I can't because mm-hmm. that's not what life is. Mm-hmm. But like, if I had a broken bone and a cast... I'd be told to stay home from work. Mm-hmm. People would open doors and get, yeah, you know, I could rest. I could yeah. rest. So I was like, I wish I was hospitalized mm-hmm. because for whatever, anything, mm-hmm. I found myself wishing my car would crash. I wish I was hospitalized because mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe while I'm there, I can tell them that my back yeah. hurts. I literally, I, this, this past, like, this past week, there have been so many times where I've been like, I wish I could go to inpatient. I wish there was some place yeah, around here I that I could go and I would, tr- I could trust that they would help me. Right. But I know enough of the places around here to know that they're not going to help me. No. But no. like, I wish there was some place I could go. I, there's nothing more that I want in life. And I'm sure that you felt this too, because it's kind of like, yours is kind of like a like we know what's mine's an invisible you, illness but we don't really but know what's hurting you yeah like we you know what hurts but we don't know why it just does right i wish i could sit down with a doctor <clears throat> and tell them i have derealization and them to be like oh i know what that is right i wish i could point or draw a picture and someone would understand because like yeah. My 10, my pain, my 10 Mm -hmm. is probably a lot higher than everyone else's Mm -hmm. because I have spent my entire life in pain. So like in it's always been my rule. If it's an eight or lower, I still go to work. Mm -hmm. I don't stay home unless it's above an eight. Mm -hmm. But some people's eight might have them like on fucking disability. Yep. And I've just learned to work through it because that is my normal. Yeah. It's normal to be in pain. Yeah. Like I literally... I I want nothing more than than recognition and understanding. Like I shouldn't. That's literally it. I shouldn't have to understand. I was trying to tell my mom this, and she's like, "You don't." She. I told her that like I want to go to a doctor who can look at me and tell me they understand, so I feel less crazy. Yes. I want to feel less crazy. I want to feel less alone. And she's like, "You want to go pay someone you don't even know to tell you something that you already know?" Like, yeah, I fucking do. I do. I. Sometimes you need validation. Someone who doesn't have an invisible illness. Sorry. I had COVID last week. Or three. And whenever you're hearing this, I'm recovering from COVID. So Mm -hmm. excuse that. Yeah. If you haven't had an invisible illness, like, you don't. On, you don't understand. I have never had a visible illness. I've never 
broken a bone. I've never had a rash. There's literally never been anything in my life that you can see. So I feel like I am gaslighting people and have been gaslit my whole life. Like, it comes to a point where you're like, do I have a problem? Am I being a little bitch? That's should the thing. I be okay? I start convincing myself that I'm being weak. Yes. And it's I like, should I shouldn't fine. complain. Other so people then, have to deal with this. I'm fine. So then like at work, I actively try to do twice as much as is asked of me mm-hmm. or as anyone else is doing to like prove myself mm-hmm. because I'm, th- I'm thinking of course, like they must be really frustrated that I can't do X, Y, Z. But then the other voice in my head is saying, like, Hannah, if they're frustrated at what you can't do, imagine how frustrated you are at what yeah. you can't. I, I'm more frustrated than anyone else in my life. That's, and yeah. yet I'm doing things for other people and they're not even frustrated with me. Yeah, that's the thing is like I'm out of work and the only thing I'm thinking is, oh my word, I can't imagine the situation I'm putting everyone in work and I wish I was me there. Too, and too. I go back and I go half days and I'm like, I can stay more hours. I can do more. I'm fine. I can do more. And then I crash and I burn because mm-hmm. I can't get help and I can't help myself. And I'm fucking tired of people looking at me and being like, you're the one who has to make the decision to get better. If I fucking could, I would. Yeah. I'm so sick of that. Yes. It's not about like, I have done all I can. Yeah, it shouldn't be my responsibility. It's not like we haven't tried all the steps leading up to. It's not like you haven't like stretched. Or that's the thing. That's the thing. It's not like I haven't. I've been dealing with this my whole life. Like I'm at I'm at a point of desperation because I'm out of the obvious things to do. And even if those things did work for the time they worked, they don't fucking work anymore because you didn't fix the problem. You band-aided it with someone who doesn't know how to help use solution because they don't understand and they right. don't try to understand. And like in my case, this isn't an injury. This there wasn't no there was no start point. This is something I will have for my entire life because it's from Tourette's. All we're trying to do is find a pain management that works and mm-hmm. I can't find one. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that it's me and it's my brain and it's a syndrome takes the hope away. Yep. And when you have hope, you have nothing. Yep. There's no hope of curing this. There's hope of yeah, managing to live through it. Yep. And like at work, I don't call out. I try never to call out. I go with migraines. I throw up there. I sometimes take two or three crying breaks. Like I'm there in agony because I feel guilty for not being there. We're severely understaffed. I was just offered a promotion. Like, there's weight on my shoulders to be there mm-hmm. every day. And then I watch coworkers call out for, not that any problem's lesser than the other, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Lesser well, I, yeah. problems. Like, and I'm like, why am I fucking here? Why do I have to be here? I'm out this week, and I have my reason that I know and understand, and I know that, you know, work doesn't necessarily know. Mm-hmm. But they do know to an extent but i go to work with people who who because they have kids mm-hmm. like i have a co-worker whose whose kids have been exposed to covid so she had to stay home she's been home for weeks on end mm-hmm. at some points no one questions that no. no one asks for a note no one asks for proof no one asks for anything no right and like i get it i can understand i've been on the other side of it but like it's things like that. It's the it's the shuffle I had to go through these past four days of panic and desperation and phone calls, which freak me out anyways, mm-hmm. to get a note to prove that I'm not Making tricking you into me staying home and not I'm making not money. I'm not lazy. 
Right. It's not like I don't want to stay home. I miss the socialization. I miss the money. Yeah. And like I know realistically no one's expecting me to work through more than I can. No one's going to be mad at me. Like they'll be okay mm-hmm. if I don't show up for a day. Mm-hmm. Even if that day will greatly improve my life, I still go in even though I know there's no active pressure to go to work. It's yep. me that's doing it. And that's just who I am. And I've always been that way. Yeah. But like today, it really fucking hit me. There's this really sweet coworker, this older woman who I love, who was asking me about my back and my problems. And she was like, I must say, you do really, really amazing for what you're having to deal with every day. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> to hear that, those specific words I have been dying to be told by someone other than me mm-hmm. for years yeah. for her to say you're doing amazing for what I know you're dealing with even if she doesn't understand it she doesn't know the full extent she she saw that I'm working through some shit mm-hmm. and I'm doing it well and like it just was the most validating thing in the world and that's the thing is like and it's just one comment to when her it's that's not, as easy as it is when it's for for you when it's not a sudden when it's something that you've dealt with for as long as you've known like you know it's wrong you know you shouldn't be in constant pain but mm-hmm. you don't even know what not be in constant pain i would really be like. don't i don't remember i know that my brain is wrong i know it's not thinking right and it's not correct i know having panic attacks is not a normal daily thing for right. most people but I don't know what it would be like without that. No. I don't I know. don't. I was So you push seven, yourself, you know, so far because you feel like you're surely not doing enough. Like surely I can't I, be. Yeah, I feel less than every day. I feel yeah, like I'm underperforming. You are in so much pain. You're like, oh my word, I, this must be affecting, like it yes. has to be affecting something. And I think that like I'm anxious constantly. I'll turn around. I'll, I'll go to the bathroom. I'll pee and I'll, from the walk from the classroom down the hallway, peeing and back, I have a panic attack. But it can only be that long. Right. And to me, that's normal. That's it's okay. Me so too. when someone It's like I'm allowed to feel pain and cry in the bathroom for an appropriate amount of time and yeah. then I have to come back out and be funny and be talkative and be productive. So how how is it it feels like in I don't we'll take into the society, I don't know. At least with the older generation, it feels like like it's asking too much to just be thanked or just be recognized like yeah. god i just want someone to say oh my word how are you okay i just want someone to be like it good job yeah and it makes me feel self-centered or vain like i shouldn't want to that. to need validation but everyone fucking needs validation especially when you've been struggling silently for your yeah. whole life when you're when you're and, visibly doing more and maybe that's part of it is you do more because man, maybe you'll get recognition for something because no one can see that you're struggling to do the bare minimum. Right. No one knows that I'm trying to compensate for how I would work if I listened to my body. Yeah. You know? And, like, to her, that was just one little passing comment. Like, she didn't think twice about it. She Mm -hmm. was just like, wow, you're doing really well for what you're dealing with. And for me, it's like, I've been waiting for that for five years yeah i feel like thank you sometimes i feel like i have to play up my anxiety to to like if i wanted to get from people like if i wanted a good job or if i wanted a Mm -hmm. wow like how do you live through that i'd have to pretend that i'm doing worse than i am yeah i'd have to 
because i mean and, i've and trained the thing is we are doing worse than oh, we yeah. are you know i've trained myself to have a silent panic attack i've trained myself yeah. to literally read kids a story while i'm having a panic attack mm-hmm. and if i'm out of work having a panic attack i'm shaking i'm on the floor like right. i'm dead but i've trained myself to not do that for the comfort of other people mm-hmm. i mean if i stopped if i just was who i am and i didn't have to mask all these things then probably i'd get a pat on the back right but like i don't want to be my panic disorder you no. don't want to be your back pain no that's I'm, the thing i want to be who i am but unfortunately i have this this like cancerous tumor it feels like on my life it like it follows you can't get away from it it you can't i know and there's no hope no without life is so hard without hope yeah it's so hard without hope and it's hard when you at least for me like i'll talk to people and they'll be like where's your where's your hope like where's your i'm fucking over it i'm it's sorry like, we're right out now we're out. it's gone hope only lasts 10 years okay mm-hmm. like when you deal with i'm going on more more years alive with living through with this this pain yeah. than without it yeah me too and i know you don't watch dexter but he used to call his whatever tendencies mm-hmm. his dark passenger yeah and that's how i feel yes. my pain is like it's like a cloud that just hangs near me all mm-hmm. the time and no one else can see it no nope. no one else can see it and it's like at work enough people know that i like kind of have a back issue and Mm -hmm. like i'm sore and i stretch that they help me they lift things they they like they go Mm -hmm. out of their way to save me from having to do that and i'm 50 percent like so grateful like on my knees like thank you for not making me ask for this Mm -hmm. help and then the other 50 percent is like they should not have to be doing that for me yeah but like it's they don't the have to. They're just doing it's it. But I feel guilty. Guilt. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel it's so guilty. that you deal with all the time. It's not like a, oh, I broke my leg and I'll get better. Right. Thanks, guys. It's something you deal with all the time. And for me, it's hard because, like, it's not only the job I'm in, but, like, with a, a mental, not to minimize your back, but, well, like, no, yeah. there's nothing anyone can do no. to help. Like, you right. can't no. do anything for me to minimize my, like, to make it easier for me. There's Other than just understanding right like, human understanding like that val- yeah a- and listening to me that's the thing is like mm. i feel like i'm constantly being gaslit by when i ask for help being oh you can do it like yeah if it's i like, fucking I could, can I, would. I have been yeah i'm at the wall and that's the I've thing hit that's the wall. hard is like people think that when you say anxiety they're like oh you're like a little nervous right no people no. also think the first time you complain is the first time it's been bad enough to complain. Yeah, the no. The first time I open up or complain or say anything to you is my absolute last gasping breath. Yes. It is my last resort. If I am asking for help, I need it. Because I need it a year ago. Lord knows if I could do it on my own, I would and I have. Right. And I think both of us can relate in our problems. When other people try to help us, at least I feel bad that they have to deal with my problem yet i don't feel bad for myself having to deal with no i feel like a burden to i would feel like a burden to the drive-through person if i asked them for something right like yeah when but when it comes to help like 
anything. Like, probably if you're like, hey, could you move that? Like, you would never. No, you would I never, would never ask anyone to help you move something. If I do, that means like I should be at home. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm bad. No, but I would like, never. And I have rarely, if ever, only, I've only once asked for someone to step in for me at work mm-hmm. and they couldn't. And yeah. I got to know. Yeah. And like, well, geez. Mm-hmm. The one, because I'm not the boy who cried wolf. I'm not going to every That's time the- I have a minor inconvenience. And people who are truly not to minimize any illness, but people who are truly ill, they just won't, we don't ask for help. No, that's, I feel like both our lives would be easier if we weren't strong. I feel like yep. if we were just yep. wimpy, weak, whiny, all the W's, yep. just pathetic, totally gave in to everything we felt, our lives would be so much easier. We'd have yeah. gotten help by now, but it's because we're strong and tough and we were raised the way we are and we are the way we are yeah. that like everyone's like oh it hurts that bad well it can't hurt that bad because you're working through it because you're doing that and that's and why it's like, like those two things don't i'm they're not mutually exclusive when i call out of work i'm afraid to go to walmart because i'm like well what if someone sees me at walmart oh my god like, me too is like oh me too well, why aren't you at work i don't know sharon yeah maybe because i had three panic attacks this morning and i just had a moment to breathe but like i don't want people to think there are days i, I call out yeah. of work because i had a migraine like throwing up, <clears throat> passing out migraine. Mm-hmm. It goes away around one o'clock. I decide I want like Dairy Queen. I'm like, what if by chance a coworker got off early yep. and went to Dairy Queen and they're going to say, you didn't have a migraine for 10 hours this morning. Yes, exactly. And it's it's like, Some first days, of all, that's not going to happen. Second of all, who cares if it does? You know, you had a migraine for 10 hours. Some days, like I will, I will, if I call out, I'll be like, I need to leave the house I struggle. I've struggled with agoraphobia. I don't want to get there again. Mm-hmm. I need to stay in my car. I have driving PTSD. The laundry list of things I deal with is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, I'm going to drive to Duncan. The closest Duncan is right by work. Yes. But I won't go because I'm like, if someone sees me driving by, they're going to be like, oh, you you can go out to Duncan. Exactly. But you can't come into work. Exactly. And it's we are imposing guilt. <sighs> How do I put it? We're putting words in people's mouths oh yeah essentially and it's painting us in a negative light that no one else is actually painting us in no but you only have to have like like i can you only really have to have one dismissal for you to never fucking speak up again i can recount like the amount of times like at jobs specifically where i was looked down on and discriminated against for my mental health Mm -hmm. and that's all it takes that's all it takes i spent my entire teen years being poked and prodded and tested by doctor after doctor after doctor after doctor therapists specialists saying i can't find what's wrong with you this is what's wrong with you and then they treat it and turns out they weren't right saying i don't know there's nothing wrong with you i had a doctor tell me "Mm, i could refer you to another doctor but i think they'll all just tell you the same thing Mm -hmm. and like that alone then that one injury is enough to make me say, well, I'm just never going to ask for help again. Yeah. Because, look, I got so many needles and tests and scans and x-rays. For what? For what? The person that diagnosed me sat down and talked to me. Mm -hmm. And that's how he diagnosed me. Yep. No one hadn't tried that yet. First of all, no one listens. No. (laughs) And then when they do listen, they want you to give them all the answers. Yeah. Like, the amount of therapists, doctors, and just people that I have had to explain to what derealization is. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's really interesting. So it's just like anxiety. Like, no, it's the no. it's the step before disassociative identity disorder. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, this is 
it is not just a casual symptom. Like, it's a fucking debilitating daily struggle for me. Right? But for people, it's just, oh, oh, what, whatever. Like, yeah, sometimes, like, I forget where I am. Oh, like, that's funny. That's silly. Yeah. Silly, goofy. Like, I'm so fucking tired. I know, like, going, I'm so tired of explaining to people who have spent eight years in college and mm-hmm. explaining to them what my mental health issue yeah. is. I'm fucking tired of going to people who are supposed to help me and know more and having to teach them. I, I've had to teach doctors about Tourette's. Like, are I've you had, kidding yeah. me? It's... What? And I understand... I don't understand. I'm not going to sit here and say I understand. I don't understand. It's because people who have my issue... as I mean, that's... I, I know... I don't really know. I can't speak on Tourette's. But people who have my issue... We are so fucking scared of it that we don't want to admit it's real. Like, I walk around right, daily because then not it is real. knowing anything is real anyways. So I'm not going to be like, we're not all coming forward like, ah, oh, that sounds crazy. It it's sounds the same crazy. thing like if you've been through an atro- a trauma or, or an assault or an attack, you don't want to tell anyone because if someone else is aware of it, then it's that means that happened to you. Yeah. It's real. It's validation. And I'm terrified that I'm going to look at a doctor and they're going to be like, it's not, it's all a dream. Like mm. that. And people have done that. People have joked around with me like that. Right. Like this, this morning I was like having a really bad derealization episode. It's there all the time, but sometimes it gets worse. Mm-hmm. I haven't even just explained what it is. Have I explained what it is in the past? I think you have. Yeah. Okay. It's when you, it depends. Depersonalization is you don't have connection with your own body you feel not real. Like, your hands don't look real. You I can't have look that in a sometimes. Mirror. Yeah. Yeah. I know also, not to diagnose you, but adaptive whatever. Maladaptive daydreaming. Is another I, disassociation. I have severe maladaptive daydreaming. It's the same. It's Google it. I'm not going to. They all go Google together. It. Yep. It's, it's a coping mechanism. It absolutely When you go through is. trauma. It's from trauma. Um, But that that's the one where you don't recognize yourself. Mm-hmm. And then there's derealization where you don't recognize the world around you nothing feels real objects look bigger or smaller you have like eye floaters like there's a there's Mm -hmm. so many things yeah so many things it's a whole spectrum like and i have both and i have both at the same time and grounding techniques don't always work and unfortunately i have panic disorder too so if i'm not i the biggest way to get over is just to accept it the derealization is just to accept it, but mm-hmm. I can't because it makes me panic. But then panics makes me disassociate. Right, so it's this right. vicious cycle that I can't break You're on my own. You're constantly fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Every moment of every day. And I also have intrusive thoughts. Intrusive existential thoughts. Anyways, this morning I was like, uh, I daily throughout the day, I repeat in my head my name, my address, and my social security number. Because those are information that I have told myself are absolutely true. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if I if I could say them, then I know that I am real. Right. Or that I have this memory or this knowledge. And I don't say it out loud. I don't ask other people to confirm it because then I feel like I'm I there's the risk of them not. Right. So this morning, for the first time ever, I was I looked at my mom and I was already panicking. And when I panic, it's clear I'm panicking. Yeah. My, I'm shaking visibly. I'm pacing. I'm very communicative, but it's clear I'm having a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, I was like, my name's Aaliyah Bishop, right? Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, no, your name's Sally. And <sighs> I just, and I understand because you don't understand unless you're going through it. Yeah. How devastating that is. But I told her, I was like, I need you to, this is I'm not being a joke. serious. This is not this is, funny. No. 
And it's happened before. Like, I was hanging out with friends and they were suddenly talking about how everything is a dream and, like... It's all a hallucination. And knowing, knowing my struggles were doing that because they knew my struggles because they thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not fucking funny. No. This is something... I know we're running long, but I want to say this. If you have someone in your life who struggles from a mental health issue and they've told you about it, fucking research it. If yes, If you truly please. care, love, or anything, not mental health, any health condition. Anything. Research it. Like, I that mean, is the least you can do. If you want to be in someone's life, don't fucking ask them to educate you on something you can Google for yourself because sometimes that's hard. People are so shy about it and they don't talk about it. But specifically with Tourette's and like I have hand tremors and just anything like neurological like Mm -hmm. that. I've had multiple people research Tourette's, research hand tremors without me asking Mm -hmm. and coming back and saying, I just looked it up. That looks really hard to deal with. Or Mm -hmm. or ask me questions. If you, if you don't know about it, please don't assume anything. Ask me a direct question. Feel free to ask, but just take an interest. I would would much rather have to explain it to you than for you to assume whatever you've heard wherever or just fill in your own blanks and just take it as a fact. Yeah. I would much rather you ask me a question or you do research. Don't assume you know anything about it if it's not something even if it is something you've struggled with but like if you truly want to be or be helpful to someone or be around them especially with mental health don't ask them to explain every single thing about it try to be educated on it so that you can help it all because honestly the smallest gesture of being helpful like if i was to have a panic attack and was like around I don't know, someone I was dating or, like, a new friend or something, and they were able to, like, give me grounding techniques. Even if it doesn't fucking work, you don't understand mm-hmm. how how much the that means. The smallest thing, yeah. Because it means thing. that, like, I'm not an inconvenience to you. Right. Even though I'm an inconvenience to myself. Right. Like, just try to be educated and don't be an idiot and think you know, oh, you're depressed, that means you're sad. Oh, you're anxious, that means you're nervous. Right. No. Or research it. And as most things are, there's a whole spectrum. There's everyone has different things. Then ask specific questions. Just like, be interested like, in knowing. Like, I looked this up. Do you have this problem or this problem? Instead of just assuming they're either fine or they're not, or they deal with this or they don't. Mm-hmm. And then never bringing it. Sh- like, if I... It shouldn't be the elephant in the room. No, like, if I was blind, you would probably be like, oh, well... Like, can you see shades? Can you see yeah. shadows? Should I can leave my house light? the same so you know how to get around? Right. Like, you would do that because it's a visible thing. Mm-hmm. You should do that in general with anyone in your life. Just don't for, just don't assume anything. Don't assume you know. Don't assume no. you understand. Don't assume that they're okay with what you know or understand. Like, that's just, that's just an important thing to know. Like, it... it if you are in someone's life and you want to be and you want them in your in in your life, then you need to understand that like they're gonna need support and you yeah, have and to be okay with that. Even or just you have if to have you're a gonna conversation spend about that, that much time with them, and mental illness is such a part of who you are in your mm-hmm. everyday. Don't you want to? Don't you want to understand that? Yeah. Like that's who they are. That is their daily second to second life. Yeah. Like that's not something that's just like oh we really don't get into it. Yeah. Like, that's... No, that's my foundation. Yeah. That's, like, you will never truly get to know me mm-mm. if you don't know this part of me. No. Like, it's not all of me, but it is my daily filter. Yeah. It is what I live through. Like, and it's important to know because then I can... 
be myself. Right. And I don't want to be I don't want to be calling anyone out or saying like you're not doing enough, do better. No, that's not. And like I don't want to beat the horse. But I feel like it's kind of like our religious trauma episode where we went long and we ranted. We didn't mean to. Mm -hmm. So many people came back to us saying, like, thank you for having this conversation. Mm -hmm. I feel like people in our position come to the realizations we have a lot later in life. Yeah. I feel like we're ahead of the game. Maybe we, you know, our problems started early in life. Yeah. But I feel but like the this thing is, is something that takes so long to realize. We, and once you do, your life gets so much better. We are lucky that we have similar everything like mm. we have we I everything we have is a different side of the same coin but like i understand i've had points in my life where i've had extreme pain like just pain like right. i there was a point where i threw out my back which is just a horrible experience and i it's not the same as living it daily but i know pain right you have I know had mental mental illness. health yeah and that we are fortunate that we are in each other's life and can talk like that. And it's so important to have someone that you can do that with. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, you're never going to learn these things if you don't talk to people. No. Like you and don't like, have those conversations. I obviously don't know what it's like to live with derealization, but I can see it in you and I know when it's happening mm -hmm. because I've just paid attention. Yeah. Like even if you never never said anything, I just paid attention. Yeah. And like, and like you, you absorbed my tics. You don't even... <laughs> Your brain your formed correctly. You, like, <laughs> there's no electrical problem in your brain, no. but you've spent enough time with me. You have sympathy ticks. Yes. That's, that's bonding. True. That's like. I have sympathy. We are sympathy each tracks. other's home. Yeah. We're and each other's thing home. Is like, you also, like, like, I know you enough to know that, like, your pain threshold is abysmally high. <laughs> Like, I, if I was a two for you, I'd be dead. Yeah. I'd be dead on the floor. Just so, dead. So if I complain at all. So, like, the fact like, that, like, I see you every night with a heating pad and a heating pad here and there and, like, laying on the floor doing your PT and, like, whatever. Like, mm -hmm. also trust, like, I tr tr I'm not going to, like, think, oh, she's exaggerating. Right. Taking right. me for a ride. Like, you also need to trust the people, like, there's obviously people who fake it. Mm -hmm. sadly there are people who fake mental illness because it's kind of trendy right now it is yeah but people who really suffer unless in this is my experience okay this is what i believe to be true no one's gonna go on and be like look how sad i am who's no. really sad like people people do that to motivate other people when there are people especially online who are like influencing in any way when they do that it's either a a cry for help mm -hmm. b because they're just thinking it's gonna make me cool if i have right. this issue or they're doing it in a way to motivate other people it yeah but there's not tiktok's people... especially guilty of they like don't put trigger warnings on there's i'm on eating disorder tiktok shocker i've had an eating disorder <laughs> since eighth grade Oops. i still struggle with it yeah. all the time there's so many tiktokers who are like here's the things i convinced myself i liked when i had an eating disorder and their target audience are people who are looking for ideas of things to eat when you have an eating disorder. Mm -hmm. It's and I I see that and I'm like, "Ooh, I want to see what they ate to lose weight." That's still in my brain. Yep. I still have an anorexic yep. brain even if my body isn't. And there's a person right now who's pretending to have DID on TikTok. Yeah. It's it's a it's a huge trend to have DID right yeah. now. And it's just it's <sighs> If someone is 
going to cut themselves or going to kill themselves. They do not announce it before they do it. No. They just do it. Yeah. People that announce it are A, faking for attention or B, begging for help. Yeah. People that have made up their minds are not going to tell anyone. But like if someone is going to do it and they post online, it is either a true goodbye and there's no hint of the fact that they're going to do something Mm -hmm. or they're telling the people that are closest to them. Right. And there are obviously there's always exceptions exceptions but like from the position of someone who is mentally ill and who's also online and watching tiktok there basically is be so, one giant trigger warning there is so many people either using tiktok specifically like for eating disorder like body mm-hmm. checking i all the time you can tell when I someone's body checking body check the f- and i've done this since i was 13 the first thing I do in the morning is I turn on the lights and I body check. Mm-hmm. I do it again before I get dressed. I do it at work. I do it when I get home. I do it before bed. I body check all fucking day long. And people have turned it into a trend. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, that literally takes up a significant part of my day. Yeah. And when I body check, that decides what I eat for the day. Mm-hmm. That decides how much I eat. Like, mm-hmm. if I body check in the morning and I don't like it, I skip lunch. Yeah. And I'm like, that's... But you're saying that's a cute, fun thing to do. Yeah. I know we're ranting. I know we're beating the horse, but like, fuck, someone's got to say it and we yeah. need to say it. Like, mm-hmm. we no, need that's to say like, it. It needs to be talked about. It shouldn't be the dark horse. No, and it shouldn't be. And I don't want to, I don't want to turn around and be like, oh, mental health should be more taboo, but like, it shouldn't be so cool. It shouldn't be a trend. Stop trying to make it cool. It's not cool. You know how all <laughs> your parents are like, well, when I was a kid, you know, there wasn't this and there was no such thing as that and people just got on with their life. That's one extreme. And then there's the extreme we're living in right now where it's like, <laughs> you're mentally healthy, you're lying. Yeah. We need to find a middle ground where it's just like something some people have. Yeah. Because that's all it is. Yeah. It's and something some people have. Sometimes some people just do, are just a little nervous. There are normal situations that make you anxious. Some people are mentally healthy and have zero mental illnesses. And that's okay. Like, you don't need to have one to be cool. It is not fucking cool. It's like they think to be an ally, they have to have it. Yeah. It's like to be an ally, you have to be bisexual. You're not bragging by saying that you're, like, good for you. Yeah, I'm you look proud happy of you. and healthy. Yeah, not for me. you. I can't <laughs> if relate. You even but like, care to ask. Literally, I could never imagine being there. But good for you. Like, it's not. You don't have to be in this cool, exclusive club of people no. who want to kill themselves. We want out, guys. Yeah, like, sure. Let's do like a let's do a transfer. You give me your health. I'll yeah. give you my sickness. Enjoy it. That's just a little. I feel TikTok like I feel land. like we need to stop. We do need to stop. Um, I know I could go on. I love that I sang the fucking preamble, and then we at the beginning segued right. But into this, this is exactly our. If we could format on paper how every episode goes, it's just it chaos for twenty five minutes. We have a and rubric. Then the most her? serious conversation you yeah. could have for Which the next I knew, hour. I knew if we touched on mental health, it was gonna if we happen. even if we dipped our toe in. That's how say. I felt about the church, but yeah. I'm not going to bring the church. Back. No, don't bring the church into this. <laughs> no. Oh well. Um, anyways, no. no, no it no. does go hand in hand, but like we're it not going to do. They're that. related. Um, um, make your own connection. Yeah, you probably know the connection. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you thank so you much for, for coming. If you're still listening. I'm going to kiss you on the mouth because this was a lot. I don't want to listen back to this. No. But uh, also, I feel like I obligatorily need to say, like, if you need help, reach, reach out, out to someone. If you if you are just casually, like, wanting to have a conversation, reach out 
to me. If you want to talk about mental health issues, sure. Reach out to us. If you need help, like, call the hotline. I know you'll be on hold for, like, seven years, but... Or reach out to someone you know and trust. Like, don't... You don't have to suffer. Even though it feels like it's forever, it's not gonna be forever. You know, we keep... We keep saying reach out. I'm genuinely... And I'm gonna... We're gonna have to start checking this. Our email is... That's the T3... A-S-I-S at gmail.com. Yeah, you can be Reach anonymous out. if you want. Yeah. We don't Say have to know who you are. anything. It doesn't have to be about the podcast. It doesn't have to be about anything we've talked about. If you need to talk to someone, talk to us. Yeah, I should check our email, actually. Jeez, well, we've I never know. given it out, but. No, I know, but, like, maybe we get, like, promotions. Maybe there's a coupon. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's worth a try. It's Anyways, worth a shot. Thank you so much for, thank you for um, sticking through. coming today and listening to this. And hopefully you didn't relate to anything we talked about. Hopefully, yeah. Um, also, don't think less of us. Yeah. Just because we're, like, ill. Just because we're really ill. We're still the people we we're, were before. We're mentally and physically ill. And yeah. Very, yeah, in, in various ways. Um, But thank you for coming to the high of... Uh, where every episode's an adventure. And we'll see you next week, maybe. Or the weekend. Yeah, or whatever. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.